the sound of vinyl DY and the motivators free association I'm just going to leave that running it sounds so great <laughs> that should be the backing track uh, Chrome before that In a Dream In Worlds 1981 and DR Hooker Forge Your Own Train Forge Your Own Chains from The Truth and those three records that Alec Redfern brought in and he's here now hi everyone thanks for coming <laughs> Glad to be here, man. So, what do you what do you want to tell us about those three? <laughs> those are fantastic, and they're all so different. The Chrome, I think it was the the Dr. Hooker sounded a little bit like Serge Gainsbourg. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Dr. Hooker record, um, my my lovely uh, spouse Kathleen um, gave me that track on a mixtape about uh, about two or three years ago, and it really stuck out. Some uh, it's a Connecticut private press sort of seventies Christian psych stuff. I guess you call it. (laughs) It's got a nice arrangement, a little bit of a somewhere between, like you said, Gainsbourg and maybe Donovan or something. Okay, but yeah. uh, I got really hooked on that track for a That's while. That's a great track, yeah. I yeah. like that. And the Chrome, what you this one you found in the in the stacks? I just right? just found that Chrome record in the stacks. It was really good. It's uh, that I really love Chrome. Is one of my favorite bands. Uh, you know, they're a late seventies, early eighties uh, San Francisco post punk band that um, just has always had a very odd approach they they had a career that some of it was very synth heavy some of it was all tapes and stuff mm-hmm. like tape mangling uh but also they just always rocked they were always a, that was a great track yeah, yeah that was pretty accessible i didn't hear too much experimentation on that yeah and they run the gamut some of it really gets very weird um interesting the, uh, the there's a sort of a release that came out in the early 90s that was two of their eps that uh, called uh, okay. It was half machine lip moves on one side and alien soundtracks on the other, nice. and that was a big influence on my life at the time. And I still feel like as a record, I come back to all the time. You know? And this is like early eighties. I think they started in like seventy eight. Okay, and okay. they had uh, a couple different people through. Um, Helios Creed, the guitar player, is still playing. Oh, still cool. putting out cool. records. He played in Boston not too long ago. And Kate brought in. Soft uh, DY and the motivators. DY and the motivators. That's fantastic. You want to talk yeah. about it? No, Kate doesn't want to talk. Texas psych, Texas garage, surf. Yeah, kind of David Lynch vibe, Twin Peaks kind of vibe through there. Yeah, never been reissued. It's an original. Yeah, we were playing the, the original original record. Yeah. yeah, you're very brave to play it on these old turntables. You know, <laughs> you don't know what can go go wrong. But it's fortunately, record. it's still it's it's still there. Exactly. Um, so thanks for coming in. I mean, I, I've had this show for 18 years off and on. I can't believe this is the first time you've been on this show. I know, I know. It's <laughs> I mean, because I'm too lazy to drive. Well, I said that's what it is. Right. It's Providence, right? right. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I, I like Providence. I think back in the day I used to do a lot of complaining about Providence, but it was really the drive. <laughs> it was just as after the drive I got down there, I was in such a bad mood. But, um, but what do you, what do you want to say about, about Providence? Cause I mean, you've, how long have you been there now? You've been oh god! I moved there in '89. Okay, I moved there right out of high school. I was playing um, in this band called Full Tilt Zelda. That was uh, me and my friend Don and this guy Chris Adams and this other guy Frank Mullen, and we were playing at the ASG Twenty space, which, which was, is still there. It's still there, and it's like a major arts organization um, at the time, though it was just sort of a warehouse type space run by um you know a, a lot of semi crazy people and um uh so you know uh, one of the groups of semi crazy people was the band that I played in and we were tasked with being the house band every friday night so we would have to we tried to our best to come up with a new set every once a week <laughs> uh so there was a lot of covers a lot of improvisation right right of course. Uh, we would usually have one big space jam you know somewhere in it just um, to take up take up time right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it was drums I played bass in that band uh, this guy Chris Adams played trombone and Farfisa okay and um, and he was just this guy that was just uh, had an innate musical ability that was just out of out of control but was had a completely hunt and peck method of playing nice so his keyboard style was just all you know 
I'm doing I'm miming something <laughs> which doesn't work on the radio but uh but yeah so that was uh, I ended up uh meeting my first girlfriend in Providence and then moving in with her and you know that rest is history <laughs> and you've been you've you've never You've never wanted to move. You've never wanted to move out of Providence. Do you feel like the community is strong there over the years? I mean, I mean, I think I feel like the community and its relationship to me and my music and my scene of people, uh, it sort of ebbs. It's a little bit of ebb and flow. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like right now, I'm not sure. I feel like that Providence is in a transitional phase. I think during the '90s, there was a lot of. Um, there was a lot of punk and a lot of like kind of heavy stuff happening and then some pop uh in the, stuff in the 2000s it seemed like onlyville was was a, a big because we used to rehearse there and it used to be like i remember we it, we it would be hard to hear right because it would just be <laughs> these noise bands you know if you if you weren't in a noise band trying to rehearse in in onlyville just was a real challenge <laughs> it was definitely uh, the no- the the 2000s was the providence noise explosion yeah, I, I feel like lightning bolt and Onlyville sound system and arab oh, radar yeah, sure. okay. and uh you know the fort thunder scene uh that exploded and a million tendrils shot off from that and then there was noise right. bands every five feet and there was some amazing stuff and there was some stuff that was you know mediocre but uh but there was definitely a lot of really inspired things happening and the eyesores formed when uh we formed in 1997 and and is was matt mclaren a part of the group at that time or matt joined in 2003 okay so not he's been around a long time he and ann joined at the same time oh interesting okay and uh yeah the original 97 lineup was matt everett who was in the Amoebic Ensemble. Amoebic Ensemble was great. Yeah. And this guy, Mark Mark Padini, who, uh, who was playing drums. Uh, and then he he went on later to play in Oakerville River and a few other projects. Oh, yeah, okay. But, right. um, so we were a trio, and then we added Margie on bass, and, uh, you know, like, it sort of expanded and flowed. But um, the band kind of imploded around, like, you know, 2001 or 2002, and then the new version with Matt and Anne and, you know, uh, and Margie, and that was when that version was born. So. Right, and that's been pretty solid since, I mean, Matt, Matt's been kind of, you and Matt have also done mm-hmm. duo, duo projects. Yeah, right. Yeah. Over the years, we're still doing uh, Gutter Helmet, though. Gutter Helmet, uh, you know, Gutter Helmet was Matt and I, uh, me playing accordion through two amps, and now I've just gone just a straight modular synth. Just you ain't using right, it. right. I want to talk to you about the modular synth stuff too. But oh, yeah. let's okay. let's play a track off this new record. So you have a new record called The Opposite, and yep. this is what I, I lost track of how many records. What is this? Your eighth or something? Or I think it's our eighth. Okay, uh, unless you count the Seizures record, which is in which case it's our ninth. But wow. I think it's our eighth. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna play the title track. Alec K. Redfern is here. Um, he has a new record with the Eyesores called The Opposite, and this is the title track. You're listening to Free Association, right here on WZBC.
Free Association, Alec K. Redfern and the Eyesores. That's their new record, The Opposite, and Alec K. Redfern is here. Thanks for being Hello, here. Hello, everyone. Uh, I was just talking about Anne, how, how great her French horn playing is on that. Anne's I mean, just, just stunning. Storming, man. She's, yeah. she's a maniac. She makes it look so easy. I saw you guys open for, for, um, for Faust. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! At the Brighton Music Hall, that was a great show. And, and I wanted... joined Faust that night. Oh yeah, she, that's she right. Was, she was on. Stage well, it, it seemed Faust. like they were they were like picking up musicians, you know, from on the tour. Like they the two guys that were ones. there, yeah, the saxophone players were playing on a, in another. It, they they weren't in the band. No, right? they were they were on they were in the opening band in Portland, Maine, the night before. They were I like see. a free jazz on, uh, outfit, and they it sounded great with them. I, it did sound good with them. But they were also missing uh, Zappy. I guess it's the drummer. Well, one of my friends said he yeah. thought that show was a little bit um, um, half baked because they didn't have all the original members and. And they yeah. and it was sort of like they 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 brought on all these people and it was I, I loved it I loved the <laughs> I conducting still it was pretty amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> the conducting was great too the so, uh, uh, the guy who's drumming with them is uh, uh, what was his name uh, T- Tim Barnes is that it is he in the original lineup he was not but he was he's been in a bunch of bands. he's a great drummer though he's a really he good drummer great. Yeah. yeah younger guy well I guess, no he's not younger 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 than to them. Faust, right. <laughs> yeah, right like younger like right. you know about our age in other words right well one of the things <laughs> I wanted to ask you about about with with the Faust show is you were playing a lot of the modular synth on that and I've been following your 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 stuff on social media and you've you've really embraced the modular synth it's not as it's as present on this record but um do you do you want to talk about how you got into the modular because it's sure, the stuff you've been posting yeah. it sounds amazing well okay so the record I I didn't have the modular yet on the record I had a um I had a uh, realistic concert mate uh, MG1 which was the uh, the synth that Moog designed for Radio Shack to sell oh, okay. as a component you could just use with your stereo at home. So I had a mod that, you know, gave it a quarter inch out. And, you know, that was my first real synthesizer. And, you know, I got really into it. And then I had started talking to some friends about your rack modular synth, which is kind of this new system of uh, this really interesting mix of new and old technology. I, I tend to gravitate toward the stuff that clones the older mm-hmm. um Material, but yeah, it's a whole new universe. It's a completely bottomless, endless, very easy to get obsessed with and to fixate uh, over. Yeah, I imagine you get lost in it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you? Is it? Is this? Do you feel like this is going to be? Um, you can. It's going to be a challenge, kind of fitting this into the eyesores, well, because of the because of the mix challenges, or. I'm not sure how much I'm going to be using it in the eyesores. Mm-hmm. I I think that what I after like trying to I, I actually brought a small modular rack with me to uh, uh, North Carolina when we played down there, and just the hassle of trying to deal oh. with two instruments, and also the modular is kind of unpredictable. So I feel like I, that's just going to be its own separate thing. I'm going to mm-hmm. just have a sort of electronic music sideline that's uh, that's some mix of composition and aleatoric elements, I right, guess. Right, right. That makes know. sense, yeah. The unpredictable nature of it is kind of tough with the band, I imagine. Yeah, it yeah, does yeah, make yeah, it yeah, a yeah. little bit hard to manage. <laughs> right. So are you guys Are you guys still rehearsing every week or or, or, or like regularly every once a month or so? We, um, uh, yeah, usually we try for every week. Uh, we... We, uh, you know, if we if we have something really big coming up, we'll sometimes right. double up. But uh, yeah, we usually do about once a mm-hmm. week. That's good. Yeah. And and how does the? I guess I'd never asked you this before, but how do the rehearsals work? Are you are you bringing in um, song fragments, and then everyone kind of comes up with their own part, or do you have arrangement ideas in mind? Or, or well, um, 
I think for this batch of tunes, uh, well, usually I would write things out uh, and use Finale to you know print okay, parts right. out. It, this last record, um, I did a lot of demoing. I kind of made these demos. I was rec- my original idea was to make a sort of home recorded record, and I ended up recording like twenty five, thirty songs that are like in various stages of of finishedness, I guess, of right. completeness, uh, and the. You know, basically, so there's demo versions of all these, uh, and a lot of times I was playing bass or I was playing organ or I was playing synth or something, and and I that's was, how you came up with the yeah with the with the song yeah yeah interesting just playing around on different instruments yeah and it, a lot of it was based around this drum machine I had it was a um, a drum machine the Sears Rhythmatic from 1971 I was using that in combination with a Moog delay pedal to get these sort of like, you know, because it was very primitive. This thing really only had two beats and neither of them had any swing. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like a waltz and a march kind of thing. I see. <laughs> <laughs> so, but with the, uh, with the, with a delay pedal, you could suddenly kind of get these weird sort of waka taka taka like oh, triplet things. Right. And, playing off each other, playing off meter and things like that. Right. Exactly. Are you bringing, so you're bringing those, those into rehearsal? Yeah, I was sort of bringing the recordings, or I'd sent the recordings to the guys, and, and Matt and I like sort of worked out some kind of compromise between. Right, I was going to ask you, how does Matt handle that? You know, he really likes it. Actually, it's, it's funny. Yeah. I think he he enjoys the challenge of of like trying to be a machine. You know, <laughs> uh, interesting. Because I mean, that's that's that says something about Matt and and how open minded he is. Yeah. Because a lot of drummers would say, "I'm not playing with this. Is just way too complicated. I'm not going to try to sync up with this this thing." Matt can be very egoless in some yeah. ways, which is really interesting. He he really is the type of musician who um, is very interested in the whole, the role of drums, like as part of a a whole, rather mm-hmm. than like. I remember you know, that about him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. He's that's uh, interesting. Got a holistic approach, I guess. You'd right. Say. Right. <laughs> so so we should talk about so. Matt Matt McLaren's playing drums. Anne Shadow's playing French horn. Yep. And. Chris Chris Adler's Chris on, Adler's is on bass and on it's bass just and... it's just the four of you. Yep. And so Chris that's is singing a little bit too. Okay. So that's a bit of a departure too because it used to be it used to be a larger group mm-hmm. with um you know back going back even 10 years it used to be maybe seven seven people in some cases right. Seven was the norm for a while. That was kind of okay. like the normal band and uh, it would expand even from there to nine. I think we had 15 at our biggest wow. lineup but uh, I'm really enjoying the four, just the four piece though, uh, because it's you know I've known this group of people really well. Everyone's very laid back. Everyone knows each other. We know what to expect. The tour was really good because uh, this is the first tour where we just played as this four piece, and um, it was really nice. It's been mm-hmm. it's it's so what we've done you know is instead of adding layers of instruments, we're now. Uh, you know, saturating the sound in various ways, using delays, using distortions, and stuff. I love like the four piece. I thought it was. I thought it was great. That the the opening for Faust was. I thought that show was fantastic. That was a fun one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's play another another track off this. This one's sure. pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. One yeah. So yeah, this one is definitely one where we used that drum machine. Uh, uh, oh, that as, you were talking part about. Of the basis. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Alec K. Redfern is here. He has a new record with the Eyesores. It's called The Opposite. And this is Pterodactyl right here on WZBC 90.3. 
Free Association. Alec Redfern is here. We're playing music from his uh, his records. He has a new record out called The Opposite. The you were talking about the the knife that you used. Yes. Uh, for that, that's a knife with a on a, against a, some kind of trophy. Yes. So, so it's like a trophy that has uh, had a bell like shape. It was the um, <laughs> the trophy was for, it was actually a Corleone Records uh, award <laughs> that they had made. Uh, Corleone Records put out a couple of uh, our records and Barnacled, uh, my, my other band, and uh, they decided on their tenth anniversary to have an awards banquet. And they gave me the Lifetime Achievement Awards. But for all the trophies, for all the awards they gave out, it was the Corleone logo welded into a shape. And it was sort of stuck on the end of this this perfect metal bell. Mm. So I just, a simple kitchen knife across it's it. It's fantastic. It sounds so distinctive. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So you brought in a lot of uh, a lot of other records. And we played some of them before, before we started. Yeah. Um, one of them is this one. And this is a guitar player on one of your records. Yes, this is Mr. Clint Hydorn. Okay, he's uh, he plays guitar on uh, on Sister Death. He's a great guy. He's a great guitar player. Um, he's out in L.A. Uh, and how did you? How did you? How did he end up playing on your? We record? just we met on the internet. We were just okay. we were friends. Cool. Uh, he was on a forum that I used to read a lot. Just that was completely unrelated to music. Uh, and then I realized that he played in a band with another guy I knew. So I was just sort of like, you know, had when I realized, oh, actually, he's this guy. We get, we ended up talking. We ended up becoming pretty good friends, just sort of uh, going back and forth about music and the world and L.A. versus Providence. And Interesting. Whatever you want. And that's uh, the great thing about the internet. You can meet <laughs> meet people and bring them into your into your world. Exactly. Yeah. And Clint is actually he's an executive at DreamWorks. Oh, really? Yeah. He's actually moved into an executive position, so he's not doing as much music. He's just he just started a family. But he did make this beautiful record um, called Pasadena that uh, came out last year. Um, and we're going to play a track, track off from of it. this. Yeah. What's what's it called? What's um, the title. I don't I don't have the track listing here. Oh, there's an insert on the inside. Oh, okay. Let's, let's look at it. <laughs> we're, we're playing vinyl tonight. I know. There's all this. So. There's all this. There's a ton of vinyl. He brought in like 20 <laughs> records. Plucked very carefully. Spent like hours going combing through the collection, yeah. looking for the perfect <laughs> specimens. <laughs> North Hudson is the name. It's a beautiful package too. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful artwork. Yeah. Alec Redfern is here. Um, we're playing some music that. Um, uh, from his his band, The Eyesores, and also music that he loves. Stick around. This is WZBC Free Association.
Free Association, Clint Hydorn there, North Hudson off the record, Pasadena, and that's a record that Alec Redfern brought in. Um, he, Alec Redfern is here. Uh, thanks for bringing in these, these, these great records. It's a great, great piece. Happy to uh, spread the joy, man. <laughs> uh, what, uh, speaking of spreading the joy, you brought in Suicide. <laughs> yes, yes, we're going to play a Suicide song. But we're not going to play Frankie Teardrop. No, we're not going to. We're, we're not, not going to mess you up that bad. We don't want anyone to actually commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to listen to a love song called Cherie Cherie, but not the remix version, right? Is that not the, the remix version. The remix. Right. This, we, I have the, the the version of the vinyl I have has the. For some reason, they stuck the remix of Cherie Cherie like in the middle of the, the side, right after the yeah sacrilege. It's, I, I, it's a terrible idea. Right. I, I scold the people who did this. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thanks for coming in. If we, I think um, we got about five minutes left, so okay. if we have time after this, maybe we can play another another record. You, I mean, sure. we can play the Silver Apples or something. Oh yeah, we brought contact for this. But um, yeah, thanks for coming in. And and again, the show is the twenty fifth, right? Yeah, uh, the, the record parlor. release show at the parlor. So go check that out. And your your painting exhibit is at ASD twenty. ASD twenty. It's up until the twenty seventh. Okay, up up now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Great to have you, man. It was a lot. I, the the new record is great, and um, thanks, thanks so for much. coming in. Yeah, cheers, brother. This is Free Association, right here on WZBC ninety point three.
Black leather lightning 